Hello, and welcome back to The Power of Now, a guide to spiritual enlightenment with Gilda and Barbara. Today, we are doing a book study on A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose, written by Eckhart Tolle, and we hope you have your copy so that you can follow along. Today, we are in Chapter 3, Section 1, The Core of Ego. My name is Barbara Wainwright, and I'm here with Gilda Simone. Welcome, Gilda. Thank you. All right, the core of ego. Most people are so completely identified with the voice in the head, the incessant stream of involuntary and compulsive thinking and the emotions that accompany it, that we may describe them as being possessed by their mind. As long as you are completely unaware of this, you take the thinker to be who you are. This is the egoic mind. We call it egoic. Because there is a sense of self, of I, ego, in every thought, every memory, every interpretation, opinion, viewpoint, reaction, emotion. This is unconsciousness, spiritually speaking. Your thinking, the content of your mind, is of course conditioned by the past, your upbringing, culture, family background, and so on. The central core of all your mind activity consists of certain repetitive and persistent thoughts, emotions, and reactive patterns that you identify with most strongly. This entity is the ego itself. In most cases, when you say I, it is the ego speaking, not you, as we have seen. It consists of thought and emotion of a bundle of memories you identify with as me and my story, of habitual roles you play without knowing it, of collective identifications such as nationality, religion, race, social class, or political allegiance. It also contains personal identifications not only with possessions, but also with opinions, external appearance, long-standing resentments, or concepts of yourself as better than or not as good as others, as a success or failure. If you are completely identified with the egoic mind, it can be a cruel place to live. Oh, that reminded me of something I saw. You're beautiful because you know your own darkness. And still, that doesn't stop you from finding your light. I love that. That's beautiful. So to me, what that's saying is you are aware of your egoic mind, which can be a dark place. To, if you're stuck in the ego, oh my gosh, it's full of drama and all kinds of things. It can be a dark place to go, right? Yeah. And the second part is, but here's the great news. You can still find your light. And that's what makes you beautiful because you know your own darkness and it doesn't stop you from finding your light. I love it. The ego can be tricky and misleading and the thoughts that can come through can be scary. 
and denigrating. Oh, it's just, you know, it's just not a happy place. <laughs> you know? And even if it is happy, it's a false happiness. It's not true happiness. And the reason I say that is because you think of somebody, well, you know, super happy because they just got a car. Well, that's not inner happiness. That's, you got a thing. Congratulations for your thing. Mm -hmm. you know? But it's not true happiness. Happiness is an inside job. The content of the ego varies from person to person. But in every ego, the same structure operates. In other words, egos only differ on the surface. Deep down, they are all the same. In what way are they the same? They live on identification and separation. When you live through the mind-made self comprised of thought and emotion, that is the ego. The basis for your identity is precarious because thought and emotion are by their very nature ephemeral, fleeting. So every ego is continuously struggling for survival, trying to protect itself, trying to enlarge itself. To uphold the I thought, it needs the opposite thought of the other. The conceptual I cannot survive without the conceptual other. The others are most other when I see them as my enemies. At one end of the scale of this unconscious egoic pattern lies the egoic compulsive habit of fault finding and complaining about others. Jesus referred to it when he said, why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? At the other end of the scale, there is physical violence between individuals and warfare between nations. In the Bible, Jesus' question remains unanswered. But the answer is, of course, because when I criticize or condemn another, it makes me feel bigger superior. Well, there's a lot of truth in that. And I see us as all being connected. We are all one. Think of it like this. We are drops of water in the ocean. The ocean is our universe. We're all connected. And we're all individual as well. We're all spiritual beings having a human experience here. And the human experience makes us the drops of water that are in the ocean with everyone else. <laughs> we're all in this together. <laughs> we can become conscious by purifying our minds and beginning to recognize that the egoic mind is about separation. Just like you said, it's about separation from other people. And yet I know I can't survive without other people in my life. How about you? I need somebody out there getting food to the market. I'm not self-sufficient. I need other people. I can't survive without other people. 
that's the truth of it. We are spiritual beings. I agree with that. We are all spiritual beings having this human experience, but we are having a human experience, (laughs) you know? So there's going to be moments when our ego gets the best of us. And the whole goal of this book and doing this podcast and sharing about this is to become as conscious as possible, as often as possible. Love it. I think that means recognizing that we are all connected. We do need each other to survive. I would encourage people listening to take, take a moment, you know, pause for a moment. Begin watching how your mind, your egoic mind, works. Listen to the thoughts that are coming through. He says it's they're incessant. Well, it gives you plenty of opportunity to listen to them. So listen to the thoughts that are coming through. And if they are about separation or lack, cancel it. Cancel those thoughts. You can say that out loud. I cancel that. I cancel that because they don't, those thoughts don't serve you. They take you down. I want to encourage you to begin watching your thoughts and dismiss the thoughts that don't serve you or lift you up. If it's not uplifting, cancel it. And if it's uplifting, maybe write it down and start journaling the great thoughts that you have. Start reprogramming your mind with uplifting, inspirational thoughts. And maybe it takes listening to uplifting, inspirational music. Do something that keeps you present, helps you become conscious so that you don't struggle with the egoic mind and all the separation, drama, depression, and everything else that the egoic mind is responsible for. You're responsible for your thinking. I hope you found some value here and we will see you next week. Bye now. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to go deeper into a spiritual conversation, you can join our Facebook group, The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment with Gilda and Barbara. Or you can contribute by going to wainwrightglobal.com forward slash go forward slash support.